Are you black? Are you educated? Are you broke? Not alone. Woo! Yeah. Now this is how you start a show. <laughs> Just like this. You feeling me? Ah. Uh, okay, yeah, pen and paper with a custom flow When you're blessed like this, you supposed to blow When it feel this right, now you can't go wrong Cause we black educated and broke <laughs> But not for long Not for long, not for long Not for long, not for long Not for long, not for long, not for long. Not for long. Not for long. Back for another wonderful week of Black Educated and Broke, and it's somebody here today. Like I don't know where he been, but he is back in attic, and I'm so glad to see you, Ron Ron. What's up, man? What you been doing? Living life, you know what I'm saying? Don't listen, I'll be mine. You know what I'm saying? Nah, boy, you been gone, gone. What you been trying to like get married or something? Get a wife, get your house in order? Like tell us. My wife been trying to get me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, is that right? Because <laughs> you the cat. You know what I mean? Boy, stop the cat. Yeah, you know we, you know we about to move in together and all that. So we finally, uh, we got a spot we about to move into. So been dealing with that. Uh, new work venture. That's really it, man. Just trying to get this money up. You had a new work venture. How is that? Uh, it's good. They uh, sent me the paperwork. I signed for everything. Oh, going down. Official. Come on, bro. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Appreciate it. So, I mean, not to get in your business, but I mean, let's get in your business. We're family. So, about moving in. So, like, do you have anything, like, you know, that you're nervous about? Because as a 40-plus-year-old man, you know, moving in with a woman, being alone for a while, hey, that's a big transition, buddy. So, so, yeah, like, how do you feel about that? Not, not really, because, I mean, we've always been together. Like, yeah. we together almost every day, so it ain't really, if I ain't at her house, she at my house. Okay. It really ain't that much of a change up. Like, I know her, I know how she is, she know how I am, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But, is, but I mean, but spending the night and then living together, isn't that, they say that's different, right? Spending the night is but when she's there, she can be there for like two or three weeks. Oh, oh so that's so, okay. So you feel like it's see, this is what I try to explain, which I see my brother Q just, you know, he look. What's happening then? So we're talking about, you know, how Ron. Shacking up sound like, well, yeah. I'm going to call God and Jesus do to come down here and, and calls her. Randy, you know I better. I'm convicted. Please stop. No, I'm just, I actually asked for this. Y'all sleep in separate rooms, though, right? Right? Uh, never. This nah. is not. This is not all Ricardo. Ricardo. Okay, but I wanted to ask him, so he was saying, like, you know, she has been in the night for What's the past two to three weeks, so it's kind of the same. He feel like it's going to be the same when they both live together. I thought you already did that. Nah, we was getting ready. Like, we had to, so we had to get our leases straightened out. Oh, yeah, to match out. up. See, so okay, yeah. yeah, and then we actually had to find, we had, like, it was a few places we were thinking about moving to, but we finally, like, narrowed it down to this is where we're going. Oh, gotcha. I feel like Ryan and his lady been together a very long time. And then yeah. when I met her, she was at his house, and I know she was already standing there. <laughs> so, whatever he did kick y'all tonight, listen, Ron, you've been tapping that ass a long time. Oh, my now, God, okay? She's been staying but there, man. She cut it out. But our relationship is different because she's known me since we was in college. Oh. Her, her little sister is actually one of my closer friends. Oh, that's right. Okay, So, okay. she's known me. She's, she's seen you watched, grow up. Yeah, she's watched me grow up. So. Oh. Oh, that's so sweet. So he's going to marry his mama. I got it. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't See, know where is... that came from. In other words, she takes care of you. 
Yeah. She's got that that nurturing side that you are. Yeah. You and know, my mom, drawn to. My mama and my grandmama's both. See? All love they approve? Yeah. Approve. I get that. When y'all get me. Calm oh, down. Yeah. Calm yeah. down. Yeah. You about happen. to do. Oh, she listened. I can't say that. Thank what? you so Nothing. much. It's going down. She I know it is. She's going to get that ring. You know what I mean? We're trying to figure. That's that's another thing we're figuring yeah. out how we going to do that and when we're going to do that. So. I, listen, I, I love I, it. I didn't know I they don't figured it out together. I thought you figured it out and then popped the question. Listen, well, could you just look well, go with it? I don't, want a big, I don't want a big wedding. I don't feel like going into debt. I don't blame I know, that's one right. damn day. I don't blame Maybe. So we're trying to work that out because my family being in Georgia and her family being in Mississippi. Yeah. Oh. Like, my grandmamas can't travel. Yeah, right. Oh. At all? About, right? At all. Like my grandma was can't move. And her like grandma's that. in Mississippi? Her grandparents are deceased. Oh. Okay. But her mom and daddy and the rest of her family are pretty much all in Mississippi. Are you saying your grandparents can't? My grandparents can't. Your two grandmothers can't. No, they can't. Okay. Sound like it's going to be in Georgia. Yeah. Well. That's what she want our family. What I really want to do. What Brian want to do? Is go to Vegas. And then come married. back. You want to yeah, eat low? Like, he like, said he want to do like Lisa and Ooh, Will. Oh, he want to eat low. Yeah, like just go somewhere, get married, do a little honeymoon. Okay. Something like that. Something like, and then like maybe come back and have a party or a dinner yes. for I the swear. family. You know what I'm saying? I know somebody that did that. Because I'm not going into debt over one damn day. I mean, I, re- I respect that. I didn't even know you felt that way. And I didn't know we had an alignment on it. Because even though whenever I get married, it's my first one, I'm more wanting to get a nice home than a big wedding. I want to you know, I want to get our livelihood, get us a house. So um, I, I too thought about maybe eloping, but my mom would never. Had a wedding at the house. What? By the house, I had a wedding there. Oh, well, you're never listening. If it's a nice sure. house. Well, I don't, I don't know everybody in my house, actually. So, yeah, I have to figure that part out. But I'm thinking about the eloping. If you invite them to your wedding, they can't come to your house? No. You wouldn't invite them to your house? That's not the same. Everybody well, that was at same. my wedding can come to my house. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because there may be coworkers and people that we're cool, but you don't necessarily come to my home. I wouldn't invite them to my wedding. Then. Yeah. Well, that's y'all. Listen, I love all y'all. You know, we, look, we can be uh, cool, but we can't be close. Well, well, you can come to the like, wedding, but you can't come to my house. Do like uh, a party or something for the that's people what, that you don't yeah. want to invite to the That's Well, mate. Okay, y'all. We gonna say, can y'all talk to y'all friend first? So then we can get to the next party. That's it. Okay. Listen, that's, uh, that's I don't know. I don't even know that he's gonna do that, yeah. so I'm gonna stay out of it. Yeah, okay? you're bad because you're a bad liar. <laughs> How about that, Libra? Anyway, so th- it's funny that we're talking about all of this relationship talk because actually, our guest today, which I'm gonna switch over chairs and let Q hold down the board, but our guest today, first of all, we got that PG love. They we look got- familiar. Uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. When you send me the name, it it kind of registered, um, but I've been off social media for probably three weeks now, so. I didn't go look. Like, I'm really trying to focus and work on some things, but I feel like I've come across you on one of my social pages. And we're going to get into it. And let me know if I'm right or wrong. I don't have a problem being wrong, but it very rarely happens. Oh, my God. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. So, her cue, I'm going to let you have your standby. All right, yes. All right, we back. Back in my happy place. From that break, quick switch. Quick switch. Had to get around Randy and her head. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Not too much, young man. But you actually skimmed over the, the I just said the PNG love. Yeah, I didn't skim mm-hmm. over that because okay. one because let's you, we got a pause on it. You know what I know that my love for the K's his wife goes yes. well even before that. Like you know how the bros always always got that like, teacher or somebody the deltas this deltas that Hey, and I love the Reds. Hey, you stay the over there because you are love not to the in this conversation. <laughs> you know why? Because you 
because you didn't have the pleasure of being a brother. Excuse me. I got oh, a Delta. I got a Delta. I'm getting all the pleasure I need, my boy. I don't know about that, but anyway, it's debatable. As I was saying. Yes. So, with us being on the yard, you know how AZ and Fasai always Always tight, yes. You know, it was always tight. And on the yard, this is Langston University. Only HBCU in Oakland. Okay, because we the mother chapter. What you thought? And then, you know, with my chapter brothers, like, it was kind of... They was like, all right, but you're in the cave. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, it is. So, you know, when the wife decided, you know, she was going to be, which she had already decided, well, I didn't know, but it was like, oh, well, I'm in the game. You know, pretty girls were 24. Yeah. Women <laughs> of my dreams wears pink and green. Oh, yeah. So, here we go. So, Randy. <laughs> you the on the bros. This is full of PNG in here. What's up, y'all? Turn up. Yes. yes. Much, man. Guys, we, we got the bros in the building. We okay. always got the bros. Some we kind all, of way. Yeah, because I we mean, like we like Converse All Stars. We it, everywhere. We love it. <laughs> but guys, we do want to officially welcome Scott and Chate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scott and Chate Hayes, guys. They're on the show, spreading some black love. Let's give them a round of applause. Yeah. So Scott and Chate. Hold so first on. of okay, all, we gotta, I gotta. I need them to address you real quick. Address me. Oh, yeah. So me. like, I mean, we've been holding this thing down, and then you know, there's the bros coming here. <laughs> Scott, well, this energy. This what y'all do. You used to this this energy that he's is, giving. That is the party starts when we walk. He ain't in. even gotta ask if I'm <laughs> really the know. bros, do you? You yeah, already know. It out. <laughs> <laughs> like this is you. You're not made with this. You're born with it. So I mean, this back, personality, I, I brought this to the front. This is me. You yes. This yes. All Before I was the bros, you was always extra AF. Yeah, that. Now, let me, <laughs> let me skim on what I was saying before we took a break. Yes. Now, I'm on, I'm still on social media. Granted, I deleted the app. So, I'm still on it, but I haven't, like, logged out. So, you know, my account. You're just not active. Have I seen y'all on TikTok? Do y'all have a big presence on TikTok? Not a big presence. I just kind of started. What about on. Instagram? Yeah. It's large on Instagram? I would say large. Oh, but it's larger than TikTok? Yeah. So okay. Nice. I think I've seen a reel of you guys come across okay. my uh, either my core page or my feed. I, I probably followed you. I bet if you look on your thing and look up the takeover on one of them, I yeah. bet I'm following you. One, yeah. you was the brush. Okay, of course. That's automatic. Like doing the, um, not all the brush because I had to think about not all just following right. the brush. You know how the brush be like, oh, yeah, I yeah. follow you. No, you don't know me. All right. Who are you? It's different. Okay. That's right. different, right? But when I see brush who are creating um, a lane, of, you know, we're creatives as well. I give it a follow, even if it's not something I'm super interested in, but right. the fact that it's a couple, a black couple, HBCU, bros, and K. I said I'm following. Yeah. So before y'all leave, y'all need to look and see if I'm following y'all. If not, I'm gonna make sure to do that. But y'all please follow the takeover. I'm pretty sure that I've I've done that. But welcome to the show. Thanks, I know y'all probably been welcome already, yeah. but I'm gonna welcome y'all again. Wait, no, we're appreciate welcome Q style because you know it's the Q show. That's right, <laughs> oh, right? Is that what it is? It's the Q show. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, okay, right. boy. Right, you can go home. Uh, boy, we got to prepare. You know, guy. you know how far I came. I ain't going. No, no I, don't, yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> but man. I want to say one of the things though that I thought was really interesting about their love story. You know, they've been married. They got married during the quarantine, so they got married with February 2020. Okay. Right before, and I know you guys. Y'all still, still honeymooning? I don't think so. It's done? Mm -hmm. I think we. The honeymoon we got, is over? Mm -mm. It got real, ain't it? Mm -mm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, I'm almost seven in, so uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, but no, you were saying like that. Uh, people were saying if you can survive quarantine or the COVID, then you know you guys have a love worth lasting. Talk a little bit about that. Do y'all feel the same? I think the quarantine actually wasn't as bad uh, because I think we feel like, well, at least for me, real life friends, like kicking it with them. For me, my day-to-day wasn't impacted that much because I was already working from home. Okay. So it was it was just kind of more of the same. I think you were probably more like disrupted. But I think what's made it real for us is all the fertility stuff. Like, that's mm. real life stuff that, you know, that, that will take, pull you out the honeymoon season like real, real Okay. Can't, 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 you know, you gotta, gotta, gotta dig, dig in that now. The fertility yeah. talk. Now, what, what you mean? We trying to make babies. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we trying to make this thing happen. Uh-huh. But so I was. This now, is. I go here. This is exactly what y'all was talking about. Really? Yep. Yeah. So this is this is a, not my first marriage, but this is my last marriage. Oh, come on. So we came came into uh, the relationship with her knowing that you know I had some mm-hmm. some issues with okay. fertility, mm-hmm. and um, you know we kind of immediately got started. Mm-hmm. You know, and started seeing doctors and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's a roller coaster ride, especially yeah. with talking about male factor and fertility and that kind of thing. The way it kind of tugs on your emotions and yeah. can kind of deal with you along lines of your manhood and that type of thing. So that was really a journey we had to navigate in the midst of the pandemic and being home and, you know, not knowing next day everybody in mask and all that kind of stuff. Really difficult situation. And we just, kind of like had to bear down but really liked each other that, that man keeps, y'all keep know. saying the like so that's mm-hmm. gotta be the most important you, got, mm-hmm. you, you gotta like each other y'all mm-hmm. stuck in the house with each other mm-hmm. yeah listen for COVID yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people realize that they didn't like their spouses yep. a lot of times you during do. COVID yeah. I used to make jokes so <laughs> I would make Facebook status and be like Day 70 of COVID, I just figured out my wife's favorite color. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I got several of those. And, like, it was just, you know, different things. Like, I did one about uh, about farting because I'm, I'm a flat, flashing person. Y'all. We Most men are. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, day 120, and I just realized my wife farts more than I do. Like, it was just like, uh, different things like that because we were stuck in the house. Yeah. And you can't really communicate like you want. Like with people outside, mm-hmm. you can you pick up a phone, you can Facetime, but the interactions on social media—that's kind of where everybody was going to, as mm-hmm. like a relief. Mm-hmm. And shit, I just used that time to just be like, "Well, we're gonna be here. Let's do it." <laughs> I like your creativity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So you said this is this is your first marriage. Do you have kids from the first one that maybe you had to? Like, Do not. Just first marriage is when I identified that you know I had the. Uh, male factor infertility issue and we never really worked on it because you know not that long into the marriage realized I didn't really like her we we stayed but we weren't pressed about working on it something you want to figure out right and I was just like yeah I'm good what made you do it again um I I think I got to a a place of of healing and wholeness to where I really understood more about myself and my needs and after I understood more about myself and my needs, then I was willing to be active about finding a partner who could, you know, do that for me and, you know, kind of fulfill those needs. When I went into my first marriage, I was just young, dumb, listening to Steve Harvey, much as I love the bro. <laughs> like you know, the bros are young, dumb, right. and full of full calm. Of calm. Right. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to. Read the room. Uh, really, really just wanted to 
be a husband and be whatever my my thing was i thought i was supposed to be whatever a woman needed mm-hmm. and like and I, I felt like i was a chameleon uh i felt like i had all the game in the world you know if you tell me what you like i can do it mm-hmm. right if you like movies going to the movies you like flowers i'm going to get flowers if you like this i can do that right and i never really identified with those things that i needed mm-hmm. right and i didn't think that i was entitled to that yeah. so i was in this miserable marriage but a lot of it was my own responsibility because of how i viewed like what a husband was supposed to be and coming out of that situation and being in therapy and realizing that I needed to attend to my needs and go about the business of finding a partner who was about that life as well it I I definitely wanted to be married again so that wasn't wasn't a big thing for me I just wanted to do it in the right way and that's that's what I had the right conversation that's super important it's ironic I was just talking to my ADP I literally got off the phone at the door talking to Mm. and we were having a conversation about you know gender roles of how Mm -hmm. big everything is gender roles these days Mm -hmm. what the man is supposed to do what the woman is supposed to do and it it comes off and it the way it's relayed is that the man don't deserve to do anything but Mm -hmm. provide you know like we don't deserve to be happy Mm -hmm. we don't deserve to have our needs met you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that like if you're looking to get married, I think staying off of social media and not valuing their opinion on it mm-hmm. is the best thing because they will have you up a creek with no power. Yeah. Thinking yeah. that, you know, I'm coming, I am the table, you know, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that goes both ways. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, saying that a man or a woman, but you do what works for your house, one. Yeah. Right. Two, both of you guys should be happy and enjoying what's going on. Right. A man going out breaking his neck mm-hmm. to provide mm-hmm. for you and you just okay mm-hmm. thank you that's good but next week I'm gonna need this mm-hmm. you know and it's exhausting yeah. yeah I think we both parties have to come to the table responsible for their own happiness and then we have to share that with each other you know what I'm saying so it's it's the, to the point about social media I think is any external factors I think you can't you can't really have too much chatter going on outside your relationship you really got to understand like what your values are what's important to y'all what you're trying to build and like focus on that because otherwise it will take you out (laughs) Uh, and one of the things i wanted to bring up because i know like with you scott your background as a uh licensed clinical social worker right Mm -hmm. and you know you've been in mental health for all these years Mm -hmm. and so for you you talked about you went to go get your own counseling Mm -hmm. and so some people they feel like oh if you're a mental health therapist in any way face or form they're going to think that you know how to deal with these issues like why did you need to go seek somebody so i just want to kind of get your own professional what's your what's your opinion on that as somebody who studies this for a living but then needed to seek it for yourself like was that hard for you and uh, like you can't talk to yourself, Randy. Yeah, no, no, but, I, listen, but, I but that tried. was that was one of the hardest <laughs> the hardest points of my life was realizing that it, it it almost felt like filling the open book test okay so in college the professor come in and you you can take an open book test and the only thing you got to do is find the answer but mental health doesn't work that way the heart doesn't work that way mm. You know, if you because I can't I can't be a therapist for any of my friends. Right. Because I'm I'm partial. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be partial to what I really want. I want to see them be successful. Right. And I'm more likely to be a yes man in those spaces. I can't do that for myself because I'm gonna be partial. And then if I'm partial to me, I will take that to my par- partnership and use it to be manipulative to my partner. So it has to be somebody external really telling you about <laughs> yourself and you being able to receive the information. Yeah. So for me, at one point, I was like, I know this. Why can't I implement it in my own life? And just ended up feeling like more of a failure because of that. 
And I just had to come to grips with the fact that I, I have to externalize this part of it and have somebody put a mirror to me so that I can really see that the way that I was showing up in that marriage, it was built off of like the, my, my ideal self, but not who I really was, okay. right? And I was showing up trying to be perfect and look good and all those things and really had to, you know, being upset with this person who wasn't meeting my needs. And we looked good on paper, but at, at nighttime, was in this girl DMs trying to get the intention, the attention that I needed at the time. And I was just acting out behavior, but it looked good. You know what I'm saying? And so I really had to deal with, you know, what that was and a lie I had been telling myself about who I really was and, and what I really needed. So you brought up going to therapy. Did y'all go to like uh, premarital? Yeah, premarital counseling. That's something that y'all still do after the marriage? Us uh, so now, yeah. Yeah, so we're in uh, therapy once a month now just as a, a regular part of maintenance for our marriage. And uh, we started that. So, you know, my first experience with, with therapy was awful because I was trying to save the first marriage. And um, being a therapist myself and having that interaction was an awful motherfucking experience. <laughs> it was terrible. And uh, so coming into this, I've always wanted to do things that were preventative. And, and I really pushed the message now. And we both do of like mental health as a part of your whole health. Right. If you go into the gym, you ain't waiting to go to the gym till you break your leg. Right. right. And you, you ain't waiting to go until you have a heart attack. You should be taking care of that every day. You should yeah. be eating healthy, all those types of things. So you have to take care of your marriage in the same way. Mm -hmm. You have so to take care of yourself in the same way. Do 50 minutes once a month. Uh, or as needed. Because I'm about to say that 50 minutes don't be long enough, first of all. Right. That's mm -hmm. what it's like so I go, fast. I, I, we did the premarital mm -hmm. as well. We're actually in right now we're on like our third session nice and our counselor is amazing mm -hmm. like she's mm -hmm. like one of those um, we give homework mm -hmm. interaction mm -hmm. we doing paper doing different things like i was really glad that i found her like i made a list like i initiated it That's not beautiful. not to sound this is not a braggadocious thing but as a married couple as mm -hmm. a man you know sometimes we see things and it's, i could have said hey I told her we we need to seek somebody or some things aren't going to work out. Yeah. Right. And when she said she's in agreement, I could have been like, okay, well, when you find them, then just let me know. And I, but I didn't. You know, I went down. I found a list of like seven of people who I would have wanted to talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, and the one who I really wanted to is actually the one who ended up working out. So that that's why I asked about that fifty minutes because I get in there. And I'd be like, listen, mm -hmm. I need another 30 minutes. Right. Like, and it ain't, we, it ain't a bad team. session. Yeah. It's uh, um, because it's so good and, yeah. Rich and, yeah. and and things are getting solved. It's like, see, mm -hmm. we could have worked past this, you know. The thing is, though, I what I've learned is, is not you, you're not just doing that work in therapy. Therapy has That's helped right. us keep the conversation going. Exactly. So whatever comes up, I remember one session recently, our therapist was like, so we're in couples therapy and then we have individually, so she knows, you know, both of our triggers and things like that. And she was like, y'all are triggering each other. Like, we had this one blow up and we weren't talking to each other for like some days and we went to therapy and, and raised and she was like, y'all are triggering each other. And that really helped us to keep the conversation going after the therapy session. And so now it's like, oh, this thing came up in therapy. What you think about it? How you feel about it? And so it's an ongoing conversation, which I think has been most helpful. But that's marriage, though. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's constant work. Like, I talked to somebody the other day. I think they had been married 35 years. Nice. Nice. And I was like, 
godfather told me something. I said, whoa, whoa, hold up. I've been married 35 years. You're still dealing with that? Like, that is still, yeah. y'all still fighting, man? I said, yeah, it happened. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I feel like, like, I've seen old couples, and they just be like, they just go about their business. Everybody just chilling, but I guess we're all still human, so yeah. you're still going to fight, but I think at one point, we're like, listen, I know what's what. We good. And just live yeah. life, but I guess not. Like, it's always it something to yeah. come up. It's a it's an ongoing conversation, and I think the other part about us, you know, being in couples therapy once a month is that we both have our individual sessions. So I have my individual work that I have to do. She has her individual work. And then we come to the table and talk about how both of those things impact us as a couple. Mm -hmm. So we don't spend like the marital family therapy talking about these individual issues. It is just kind of how they meet in jail in the middle, Mm -hmm. you know, how we can resolve some of those, those conflicts that come up and how we can work through like our fertility issues, Mm -hmm. like things that stuck places that I come up with both of our families Mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to combine both of those things and, you know, work through them the, the best that we can. That kind of brings up the other topics because I want to talk about, <clears throat> as we get ready to get to the close here in a few, is the Love Haze podcast, hey. right? Mm-hmm. So this is your podcast where essentially you guys talk about the taboo topics. Like we get them out there. For example, mm-hmm. fertility. Like, again, because I think that's one of the things people don't talk about male for infertility or male mm-hmm. fertility issues, which I'm learning about that currently myself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so... So what are some other things, because that's so important that you would say is like some taboo topics that you guys are covering on your podcast that people don't talk about and they want to hear on your show? Um, so much. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll name a couple and then absolutely feel free. We've, we've had a really, I'll name some of my favorites. Conversation about having a, what it looks like to have a relationship with money and to heal your relationship with money. We don't talk about that kind of stuff. Mm. What it means to navigate adult relationships. So, uh, adult friendships. What What does loss feel like in those friendships? What happens after you've taken a leap of faith? So, you've decided to make this really big change, but nobody talks about all the stuff that comes up when you're transitioning. Like, are you second guessing yourself? Did I make the right decision? You know, like all the back and forth that comes through that. So, just like anything that we've gone through and we've been like, gosh, why didn't anybody tell us to expect that? Oh, that's the question. (laughs) Why didn't nobody warn me about this? That is the topic. And, you know, I've been to several weddings and it's always, um, the premise essentially is, you know, keep people out of your business. Mm -hmm. And yes, but things that come up, especially with seasoned married people, Mm -hmm. They have they have the answers. So if yeah. you're keeping everything to yourself, keep people out your marriage, that's the thing. Then you'll never learn it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't Teach learn us. it. You can't yes. learn yourself. Yes. Like you, and granted, I have a, um, at least three married couples that I can talk to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. But um, we have to get outside of the getting in our way and saying keep people out your marriage and don't talk to nobody because mm-hmm. I've learned so much more from them mm-hmm. than right. I've learned from any YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you know who to ask and who not to. You like, do have to have someone in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, like, this nigga over here cheating, so I can't ask him. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not a good person. He might right. still know, but he's still doing dirt. That's real. You know, right? so yeah. I think, I think it's important it. to ask people that's got a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, with me, my parents have been married my entire life. Mm-hmm. But I've seen they ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Now they like the goddamn hustle. <laughs> but when we were growing up, you do they, had them. <laughs> 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 they had their you know, stuff went through. But I can always go to my grandmama's. Mm-hmm. 
and ask them stuff. Um, I, you know, other people I know that have at least what I think might be a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I would ask them, but I wouldn't ask, you know, certain homeboys and certain mm-hmm. homegirls that I got because I already know. I don't really know. count them out though, yeah. because like again, I talked to my ADP. He's married, and I talked to his LB, who was also married, and we are at the stage where we're going through the same yeah. things yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So something that I might not have thought of may have they may have done or tried and it worked or might not have worked and i could still like okay well let me see if this helps us out so i don't count out people because of their transgressions because we all human and then anything can happen that don't make them you know any better or any less than the, the 35 year married couple who they could have you just wasn't around right to know the so we all have our, our circle of life and how we listen and learn from people that's around us. But listening to my peers does give another perspective. And this is, a, this is the thing. I'm sorry. Um, the, the podcast itself was born out of like me going through divorce at the time. And it was, I, I titled it The Love Haze, H-A-Z-E, bro. Of course. Because you know, mm-hmm. right? So life presents us with these hazes, mm-hmm. right? And our, our task is to navigate them. What I found out in the midst of going through divorce was like my parents had times when they wanted to walk away. My dad, I remember my dad being an alcoholic. I never knew that my mom wanted to leave. I never knew that they had like experience with abuse. I never knew they had these conversations about like cheating, all these things. I was getting ready to sign divorce papers before my parents came clean with me about what they had experienced in their marriage. That was their basis for telling me to stay. And I had spent a year and a half feeling like a failure because of what I saw in them. And they projected this perfection, right? And my friends were projecting this perfection. And that wasn't what it was for them. And I was like, if nothing else, I'm going to start having these conversations so nobody else has to experience this in this way. It won't be because they feel like a failure. They feel like they're odd, Mm -hmm. you know, because they've never heard it before. And then what we found is it just rolled into like people weren't talking about money. People weren't talking about fertility. People weren't talking about divorce. They weren't talking about any of these areas where black folk really just need to heal. Yes. Right? Even when you think about fertility, white folk are telling their their young daughters, like, freeze Freeze your eggs when you're 24 years old. Black folks not having them conversations. Black folks, right. First of all, we're not having that conversation. Two things. We don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's just not a conversation to be had. This is the first I've ever even heard of white people telling their kids to freeze. Oh, I definitely have heard that. Two. We having babies and we're having them young mm-hmm. and I don't not to say that they aren't, mm-hmm. but statistically they're they're waiting longer. They're married before having kids and that's nothing against it. Um, teach his own, live your life, but hell, you ain't got time to freeze them. They didn't hatched. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we got to reinvent the, re- the wheel and make sure we let them know to freeze your eggs. So that's one of the things that I'm upset that I did not know about that earlier. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, when I go to where well, my different white friends as a young adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, I had mine done at 21. Mm-hmm. What? How did you mm-hmm. even? Hell, so, very, but Is that something that your insurance covers? Well, I didn't know about the details. I think it depends. Yeah. Well, now it isesn't. Well, from my insurance, like it's it's only a portion, and that is expensive. Mm -hmm. And it's like if you would have started later, when you have, I'm learning all this now, and I'm like, so that's why I appreciate an outlet like that, the love haze, to talk about those things because people do not talk about it. And the only thing I was just gonna add on about as far as people who like have been serial cheaters or divorces, I just take a message that my grandma always told me, like you know. 
don't look at the messenger. Listen to the message. You know, we get so caught up on who's telling it. And it's like, yeah, you're a serial cheater, but I'm still listening to some of the stuff you're saying because you, because maybe I can get your thought, well, what caused this person to be this way and how can I avoid? So I listen to it all, but I think you have to have a type of rational mind to filter what you yeah. need. Yeah. You know? The message, not the messenger, is the, the biggest, best part of what you just said, Randy. Uh, we do get caught up in that and, oh, I don't want to hear from him. Mm-hmm. But what they said might be gold. <laughs> okay. But you, you looking at the person like, I don't like them. I don't like what they, man, listen. If yeah. there's a gem or a message in it, I'm, I'm going to pick it out. And I'm going to mm-hmm. pick what's good, and then I'm going to keep it pushing. Well, we, we can't count people out because of who it is, unless you're Steve Harvey. And so, no, 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 no. so anyway, as we wrap this all together, so guys, with the love haze, make sure you guys uh, check into your, you guys, your platform, your podcast is on all streaming platforms. Yes, yes. Um, and then for your social media presence, we have the the first of all the website, thelovehaze.co. All right, and then here we have all your social platforms. I see we got our Spotify. You guys are on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, and this is the one thing when I want to close is I want you guys to let us know. So five things. You guys can do them together or separately. Um, but five things that you wish somebody would have told you that you know now. Girl. That's part of the podcast. I wish I would have known. So, yes. Um, I wish I had known that my relationship with myself is the root of everything I will experience. Everything. I wish I had known that um, my happiness is important. Mm. I wish I had known that I was already enough. Like, no matter what else I do, if I don't do another thing, what I've already done and who I am just because I'm breathing, I am enough. I wish I had known that it, everybody doesn't need to like me. Mm. Randy, everybody like you. Because they, they secretly don't, some of them don't. So secretive. What's y'all mama say about you? She loves me. She does. Hey, I witnessed it. She does. And I figured out why Shy likes Randy. Why? By, by looking at Shy's mama. Go ahead. <laughs> he really gonna marry his mama. <laughs> Whatever. You wanna and do the last one? Yeah, you, you go ahead. Uh, I think, let's see. I wish I had known that. I wish I had... It's, I guess, back to sort of the first one, to trust myself. That even if I make a mistake, quote unquote, that I'll be okay, that I can bounce back, and that, you know, I'll be all right. I love that. Did you want to leave one last one? That no matter what, life is going to be full, filled with ebbs and flows, Mm -hmm. and just give yourself permission to err and correct. Okay, drop it, drop it. You're just HBCU education love here, okay? All right, so lastly, just tell us all again how we can follow, tap in, and what you guys got going on. Yeah, you can uh, check out our podcast, uh, events. We got some merch, all of that on thelovehaze.co, as you said. And then everywhere we are, it is at thelovehaze. And all the platforms you can listen. So wherever you stream, stream your favorite po- uh, podcast, you can find us. All right, we're going to find out if they found me following them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very sure. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and take a break from this particular show. We guys hope that you love it, you tapped in, you tuned in. And I'm asking you guys right here live on the show, I need y'all to look at your calendars for May the 31st. Okay, that's a Wednesday. Um, We do this event called Winning on Wednesdays. 
And essentially, it's it's to kind of reverse engineer the whole club scene as far as feeling like when you go to the club, let me pop bottles, look at me. No, we're making sure intentionally we're giving you the mic. What do you do? What's your business? Oh, nice. Tell us yourself. And also, because May is Mental Health Awareness mm-hmm. Month, uh, we're going to have a panel of um, different mental health therapists. And I would actually like, you know, for you, sir, to be a part of this if you would be interested. Now, this is, the, this is for free, you know, for the community, all right? Listen, my whole month been for free. That's what I do. <laughs> Okay, but I just just talking with you both today, I just think that there's a lot of synergies that I think will be really good, and I would love for you guys to be a part of that. We'd love, love to. to. Right? Yeah. So I'm a, they said I'm black educated and broke, y'all, so I'm going to send y'all the details. <laughs> Turn up. Q, any last words? Nah, we said plenty. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's a great Just show. I appreciate all this black love in here. You know what I'm saying? I hope you learned something, man. <laughs> <laughs> I did, bro. I ain't like you, bro. One time, and that's it. <laughs> One time. As long as she been One around, day. she she ain't, she ain't going nowhere. I mean, she not, man. She not. It's, held you down. It's, it's hell being with me, bro. I, ain't, I, I believe in Mr. Cancer. I can imagine. I, there will be no cancer slander. Oh, you can't right? so. <laughs> No, no cancer slander. Oh, okay, so that's good for you. Uh, What's her name? She's a Leo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, it can work. Yeah, they good. She hold it down, man, so, you know. Well, we wish y'all luck, you know. Bless your home and and all all the things you got going on. Yes, sir. All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Black love. Black love. Turn up. (laughs) Turn up.